0: welcome to the self-love podcast the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness proudly brought to you by 28 essentials here's your host the gorgeous kim morrison
1: this week i've got a very special guest on the podcast with me Well, all of my guests are special, but this one's just that little bit extra special. She is a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Kim Morrison. Kim is an aromatherapist. She's a hypnotherapist. She's an NLP practitioner. She runs a natural skincare company. She does so many different things. And actually, in her early 20s, She set the world record as the youngest female to run 100 miles in less than 24 hours. Like, how amazing is that? 100 miles in less than 24 hours. She went on to represent Australia in the World Indoor 24-hour championships, long-distance running championships in the UK, where she set eight Australian records in 1990. Those of you who are my vintage, you will probably remember Cliff Young. Um, you know, the, the shuffle up the the highway from Melbourne to, to Sydney, Cliff was her mentor. He taught her how to, you know, do these long-distance running and what he taught her was success is 90% in the mind and 10% physical. And Kim has taken that on with everything she's done in her life, with the businesses that she runs, the, the way she helps people. She has actually written seven books. So she is also a, um, a best-selling author. And one of my favorite books is The Art of Self-Love. And in fact, every single woman that does my Embrace program receives a copy of this book because I think we all need to learn the art of self-love. So I absolutely love the work that Kim does. And as I did mention that she actually has a an therapy and natural skincare company called 28 that's 20s in words and then the number eight and i wanted to talk to someone about how our skin changes as we age and as we come through menopause so it was a quite it was an obvious thing that i was going to ask him because this is exactly what kim does you know and she's created a beautiful skincare range that are specifically designed for women as they age you know as you know she's got different products that change as we change and as our skin changes and i really just wanted to talk to kim about what what happens with our body with our body with our skin and you know why often we can't what we were doing in the past isn't going to work in the future so this is an absolutely beautiful conversation with kim she is always so grounding when i speak to her she's so gentle in the way that she speaks and i know you're going to love her as much as i do so grab a cuppa sit down have a listen to this fantastic conversation with kim morrison and i'll be back at the end of the podcast have a bit more of a chat with you bye for now so i am delighted to have the gorgeous kim morrison with me today how are you today beautiful woman
0: I'm very well, thank you, and even more delighted to be here
1: with you. (laughs) So let's just jump straight into this, because I know this is a little bit of a bugbear of yours, and it's a bugbear of mine. As we age, our skin changes, but the world tells us, or the large cosmetic companies tell us, that we've got to stick this stuff on our face to do anti-aging. Let's start with anti-aging. It's a big, big topic And I know it's
0: one you love speaking about. Well, I mean, look, when it comes to um, Googling uh, the problems that we have, we do look up the things that we don't want the most. So anti-aging is way more researched and Googled than aging gracefully, which is insane insanely sad, but also understandable. We look for the problem before we look for what we do have. My grandma always used to say to me, you know, aging is a privilege, the alternative's not great. And she lived to 95. She was covered in wrinkles, but beautiful wrinkles. She had that that beautiful English skin that um, just seemed to get softer as she aged but she used she used soap on her face to clean it and she used oil of ulay or oil of ulan i think that was what it was called and that, that's what she used for 95 years So, you know, is it important that we have all of these creams, potions, injections and all of these things? Well, you know, I don't actually want to judge. And I think if a woman feels great about putting on layers upon layers, then so be it. If that's what makes her feel good and completely floats her boat, then go for it if that's what you like. I also know there's a lot of women that spend a hell of a lot of money on products that really are water-based and don't always have a lot of substance to them. So I guess it comes down to discernment and what it is that you're after. I personally think wrinkles are like amazing um, badges of honor. It's to show that we are um, getting into our older years, more mature years. I know in many Eastern philosophies, they really revere the elderly. The more wrinkles, the more wise you're seen. Whereas we seem to be really obsessed with the youth look and the the younger, the better. I don't know about you, Angela, but if someone put me back at 16 and I had to go through all of this stuff again, I don't know if I'd want to go back. So I'm really, really up for celebrating who we are You're never going to be as old as you are today, but you're never going to be as young as you are today. So why not embrace it and start to realize that aging is, in fact, a privilege? Of course, one of the most important things is that we want to look our best no matter what age. Most of us do care about the face that we portray to the world. So yes, taking care, but it's not just putting creams and lotions on. It's an inside job as well, as I'm sure you advocate.
1: So let's just have a chat. What happens to women's skin as they age? So as they move through menopause, there's a shift in hormones. Now, that actually impacts our skin, doesn't it? So what, what's happening to our skin? What What's actually, what changes are happening with our skin and where do we need to kind of start taking care of our skin? Mm.
0: Well, I mean, look, just to say it very simply, obviously our collagen depletes. Estrogen gets lower and all of these beautiful hormones that would once keep our skin plump and nourished and moisturized as we age and particularly with environmental factors or things like stress, you deplete the body of those essential fatty acids, those beautiful nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals that we take for granted when we're young. So if you can imagine that as the skin becomes older, it gets thinner, it loses its plumpness, it doesn't retain moisture as well. And we, of course, as I mentioned, have those environmental factors that can stress and age us or prematurely age us. So I'm not sure I agree with anti-aging, but I do agree with aging gracefully or, um, you know, making sure that we give ourselves the best opportunity. And that's where internal and external really matters. So you want to keep those collagen fibers active. That's why sometimes people will go and get needling or laser where it's kind of like mini traumas on the skin to help boost circulation and boost collagen to come in there and repair So those kind of treatments can be really effective to help keep the skin working, keep the skin active and keeping it doing the best it can to retain moisture, keep plumpness and, of course, retain things like um, the fatty acids. Sometimes as women age, we also, if you don't carry a little bit of body fat, we can look older than what we are because the skin depletes. It doesn't have so many fat cells to hold its plumpness in place. So a little bit of body fat is actually really good and, in fact, really important for women. Uh, nourishing it with hydration so drinking enough water is a real key key thing I like to take uh, marine collagen as a supplement as I'm aging I'm now in my mid-50s so I like to make sure I know my body can't do it all all by itself and so for me to look after it in the best way I can by supplementing with things like collagen I do take a forage powder of which has got things like liver in it, which even not being a meat eater, that's not easy for me. But I know there's lots of amazing vitamins in liver. And I know there's a lot of amazing vitamins in different foods, fruits, foods, and vegetables. So it's really important to have a balanced, well-rounded diet. It's important not to have too many chemicals in our diet, like if you're eating a lot of things with additives and preservatives, well, your liver is having to work really hard to get rid of those excess nasties, and sometimes they stay in the body. And particularly us women that we do carry a little bit more body fat, guess where all these toxins like to sit? Mm -hmm. They love to sit in our fat cells. And then a lot of women will say they're more overweight, particularly as they hit menopause and go into those older years, and they reckon it's menopausal weight gain. Well, a lot of it can be through the chemicals in our environment, our skincare, our perfume, our shampoos, all of these things, because our body doesn't know what the hell to do with them. And they've been classified now as a term of chemicals called obesogens. So they sit in the skin, they love fat, so they're going to retain fat. So even though I said a little bit of fat's really important as far as our skin and pliability and making sure that we look nice and plump and hydrated, it's also we can have too much. And of course, too much of anything is not a good thing. So remembering as we age, the skin matrix changes, our epidermis and dermis gets more dry, and the wrinkles are really a breakdown of the collagen and the ability or the non-ability of the body to keep it plump and hydrated. And this is why external products, beautiful serums, amazing natural products that have good essential fatty acids. So you could take them internally, but also use skincare that is rich and beautiful phytonutrients and biochemical uh, substances that actually really do support the skin to be in its best shape. And I think one of the nicest things to do, even if you were doing things like a lavender compress. Um, I don't know if you agree with me on this, Angela, but sometimes the ritual of taking care of yourself means more than what ingredients or products you're using. The ritual of taking time to compress the skin, the ritual of taking time to rub in an eye cream, the ritual of putting a lip cream on at night, the ritual of putting on a heel cream or a foot balm at night. All of these things can be just beautiful acts of self-love and self-care, which of course also boost the skin's ability to look feel uh, clearer and it will also make it feel like it's I don't know, it's nourished. I remember reading once someone said to me, you know, oh, you know, it's not about aging, it's it's about whether or not the person's got a glint in their eye, that spark, that inner essence. And I think it doesn't matter how many wrinkles you've got, if you've got healthy looking skin, if you've got that glint in your eye, a little bit cheeky, a little bit naughty, have a bit of fun, then your skin can glow at any point. You just got to be mindful of what we put into and onto the body, particularly as we age
1: yeah i totally get that because when when i work with my clients and you know most of them come and join my program because they want to lose weight and we do a, a like a detox reset in the middle of the program and i see the just the whether or not they've lost weight or not you see the vibrancy you see the light in their eyes and in their skin when all of a sudden we've done this cleanse out and they it's just like it's almost looking at someone completely different because they're face is now all lit up and yes if they lose weight that's the bonus but it's just that I just see this glow of all these women looking at me online and the week before they were kind of looking very tired and drained and it's like now all of a sudden everything's lifted because we've just put you know we've cleaned everything out and we put some great food in and really focused on that but I just want to have a bit more of a chat to you about um, the chemicals that are in many of the products that are out there you know I can just go down to the supermarket and I can go and buy something that's got a label and I can shove it on my face because it's going to tell me that it's you know it's great for me but can you talk about the impact of a lot of the different chemicals that are in some of these products and what that impact is not only on their skin but also on our health because I think most women don't get this they don't understand that what they're putting on their on their skin actually goes into their body.
0: Mm, it's a big one, isn't it? And and they did right. some of these products and the claims that they make do, in fact, do what they say. They can make you look younger in seven days, believe it or not. And that's because some of the chemicals that they've put in there do literally, cellularly plump the skin by using certain chemicals that sit in the skin cell to make it look more hydrated, more fresh, more plumped. But there's a cost to that and this is where that group of chemicals are called obesogens. What Some of the ones that sit in there are phthalates. So if you're using a shampoo that's got a really nice flavor or aroma, it could have this thing called fragrance in the product. Now, fragrance is considered an obesogen because it has the uh, ability to mimic estrogen, but it also has a real detrimental effect, as I said before, on the skin cells. And we hold that in our fat and the fat cells, also the body, the chemical, sorry, the liver and the kidneys don't know what to do with them. So that's why they sit there. There's things like parabens, which are preservatives, which make a product sit on a shelf for seven to 10 years. Well, I created products and the only the longest shelf life I can get is two years. And that's because I don't have all the chemical um, preservatives that are usually in the big brands that can sit on shelves. You've also got things like um, there's DEA, TEA, and I'm not going to try and say their names, but just if I see any of these numbers or names, if I look at a product, a body care product, a shampoo, a body wash or anything like that, and I see Kokomid or Bro- 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 propane, if I see um phthalates no, it doesn't say phthalates it'll say fragrance or perfume or perfume if I see PEG or TEA or DEA I just put the product back. I know that there are a group of chemicals that do not serve us. It might make the product feel nice and slick it might make it smell good it might make it even feel good when you put it on. But the long term, what we call the accumulation effect is very detrimental, particularly as it's mimicking estrogens, a lot of them, and it's having what we call, they're called endocrine disruptors. And these things can wreak havoc with our hormones. And a lot of people will blame menopause for it, but it's in fact the chemicals that are wreaking havoc with the hormones that happens to coincide with our age. And then doctors or, you know, healthcare professionals will say, Oh, it's menopause. I think menopause gets a really bad rap. I think if we looked looked more at what we put into and onto our bodies and look at the clean, the possibility of clean products, things that the body knows exactly how to assimilate and eliminate with ease is one of my favorite quotes. um, Then we can actually do our skin and our longevity a huge favor. I remember sitting, Angela, I was getting a vein checked. This is years ago. I was 30. I must've been just before I had a baby. So I would have been 29 and I was sitting there at this vein clinic and I looked up and I just happened to catch this other lady in the waiting rooms smile and smile back and said, Oh, you know, you're getting veins or that too. And now she, she said, "No, no, 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 I'm getting my, my Botox and I said oh my gosh tell me about it what does it do and how does it this is many years ago and she said oh look I just it's amazing and I said do you might have asked how old you are Now she was 26 and I looked at her and I thought she looked amazing and look I'm not knocking people who use Botox or any of these injectables if that's what it means to make you feel good but I do question you know I've always said, what happens if you run out of money? What happens if you can't get your sessions? Are you going to look like a really old, wrinkly prune within days? What's the long-term effects of these injectables? I don't know if there's enough science to really show what happens or what doesn't happen. But as I said, I'm not knocking anyone for it because for some people doing things like that, they may have a skin condition or they've got a skin allergy or maybe they have had premature aging because they were a sports person. They did a lot of running outside and so the skin has really damaged So the sun has really damaged their skin. So I just think it's about doing things with intention, doing things with mindfulness and also realizing that there's always a sacrifice or a payoff. So if you are going to use something chemical, just notice and have a look at what it could be doing. What are the long-term ramifications? Is there any science around it? And if you are still going to choose it, then you know maybe supplement yourself with more vitamin C, more vitamin E, more vitamin B, more vitamins and minerals that will actually support you to eliminate as much as we can any toxicity that can occur you know as i said my grandma was 95 and she used oil of ulan and soap on her face so i'm always questioning is it the product or is it our buy into our our emotional attachment to the marketing of that product I love rituals. I love skincare. I've created a small skincare range. I love the idea of serums. I love spraying rose water or lavender water on my face. I love doing lavender compresses or geranium compresses. I love all the rituals that come with skincare. But I also love the fact that the products and things that I use on my skin are natural and they support me to live my best life we just don't have enough information, in my humble opinion, as to what the accumulation effect is of all of these. Mm-hmm. I have heard and uh, seen reports that uh, with autopsies, um, sometimes there are there are parabens found in breast tissue. I question things like underarm deodorants when us women shave or wax under there, and then you're spraying a really highly toxic synthetic chemical deodorant or antiperspirant, and then I go well. Breast cancer has been on the rise. I've got no science to support this, Angela, but I'm curious and interested to think, is it something to do with what we're spraying under our arms? So I did a lot of research on this many years ago and came up with this beautiful, we've got four deodorant pastes that I just think my body absorbs it. It's made with coconut oil, um, beeswax for some of them. If you're not worried about that from a vegan point of view, some of them have, we can use uh, baking soda as a really good antibacterial and uh, eliminator of odour. Or we can use something like arrowroot or cornstarch, which is a softer way to keep the armpit clean. But also we have to remember that the body is naturally sweating. Even our skin sweats. It has to. It's the largest organ of our entire body. So we have to take care of it. But if you're going to put things like an antiperspirant under your arm to stop you sweating, well, you're actually stopping the natural processes Mm -hmm. of what it takes for the body to stay in homeostasis. So I just question that. I do know of people that have excessive sweating problems that have had injections and things like that to help them. And I'm sure the benefit of not sweating compared to what it was when they were, there could be a way different reaction to it, that they feel better, they look better, and they just they love it. So, again, this isn't about knocking anyone's choices or decisions. It's just having a mindfulness and an intention around which products you want to use, which ones make you feel good, what rituals do you want to adhere to, and really what is the point of all of this? Is it to just nourish and hydrate? Is it to make my skin feel as young as it possibly can? Is it to avoid environmental damage or stress imposed damage? Is it because we want to look and feel better? And so back to that woman that was 26 in the clinic, uh, she said to me, and I asked her, how much does it cost? Now, this was a couple of decades ago, and I think she said something like six or $700. And she said, yeah, I just feel like I've been to Fiji for a week after I've had it. Well, I thought for $600, you can actually go <laughs> yes. to Fiji for a week's holiday. So to me, it really was, well, you know, then maybe you've got a question. If you're aging prematurely, maybe you've got to look at the stress factors that are causing that in the first place. Look for the cause, not the the, the thing that you want to fix it with. I, I always try and come back to what's making me feel this way or not. Rings under the eyes, dry skin, breaking out in cold sorts of pimples. These are all the body's way of communicating that there's something not quite Right. So rather than going, oh, my bloody skin, it could be that your skin is trying to communicate to you that there is something not quite right. And so often, if you've ever heard Dr. Libby speaking, she'll always bring it back to the liver, the the detoxification process. Our skin is a reflection of what's going on on the inside. So it tends to be an inside job, believe it or not. And then, of course, we can use products to support that inside job. So it always comes back to intention, what you actually want to use on the skin, and what you feel good about, and of course the rituals of taking care of yourselves and appreciating, absolutely revering the gift that it is to age.
1: So, what are the simple things we can do for our skin? So, because um, uh, yes, we can get wrinkles, we can sometimes get a lot, a lot of dryness that we've never had before um, within the skin um so what are some of the simple things that we can do of course we could use this beautiful product called 28 (laughs) (laughs) you're adorable (laughs) (laughs) but we'll talk about 28 in a minute but you know what can we do you know the things we put on our skin or is it all as you say it's an inside job do we just Change the way we eat what we're doing on the inside. Is there stuff we can do on the outside? What do we do we wash our food? Do we be like your gran and, you know, put soap and water on our face and oil of yulean or whatever they call it these days? Is that what we need to do? It's like, what can we do?
0: I think keep it simple. You know, um, if a lot of people see that there's six, seven, eight steps to doing a morning and an evening ritual, you're going to get pretty tired of that. (laughs) I think it's really important, those of us that are busy or those of us that just want to get on and live life, that it's simple. And, yes, just one simple tip would be to increase your water intake. That's what makes the skin plump and feels better and more hydrated, allows it to function and eliminate toxins. It allows us to sweat with ease. So just water alone can make a huge difference to our skin. Yes, diet is important. Getting the essential fatty acids for those of us, protein, amino acids are the building blocks of skin. So if you're not eating enough protein, then of course your skin is going to be affected. Then of course, it's things like essential fatty acids. We can make sure we're supplementing with things like um, flaxseed oil, or we could be taking oils internally through our diet. All of the coconut oils, olive oil, um, avocado oil—all of these in our food are a beautiful way of supporting the skin. Lots of fresh fruit and vegetables, with the fibre helping to eliminate. Fresh fruit and vegetables are also high in water content, so you know a Mediterranean-type diet. If I was to generalise it, is a really nice way to to support your skin. Of course, things like sunscreen or being mindful of the damage that the sun can do so we bought out just recently a very natural organic facial sunscreen just to protect it i know i'm not a big user of sunscreen but i do know if i'm going to the beach or going on a long run or walk you do want to protect the parts that are exposed to the sun you don't want to burn the skin and that is one of the biggest aging contributors of all is sun damage we also know things like um, the rituals of compressing the skin, you know, using a beautiful soft muslin cloth, adding a drop of chamomile and lavender, compressing that onto the face is really beautiful. But the key is always onto clean skin. Now, you don't want to over cleanse the skin because then you can over stimulate our sebaceous glands and they can create more oil or they can actually create more dryness. So you want to make sure that you're using a gentle cleanser. Some Sometimes the foaming cleansers can strip or most people over-cleanse their skin, which causes the skin to then overcompensate for the stripping. So cleansing is probably one of the biggest aspects of looking after your skin. And I tend to recommend cleansing your face in the morning when you hop up. And of course, at the end of the day, because you've got to remember when we sleep, we are going through a massive detoxification process and the skin is detoxifying best at night. So I like to have lots of water, even though it might mean you get up in the night. But the more you drink water, the less you find yourself having to pee all the time. So the skin starts to use the water way more. The body utilizes all of that beautiful hydration way better the more you do it. Then there's little things like, you know, keeping it simple. Some people, I know when I travel, I just take my serum. So it's a rosehip-based serum. It's got jojoba in it, beautiful, rich plant-based oils, A couple of drops of um, essential oils like frankincense and patchouli are fantastic for anti-aging. And these things are really beautiful to use on the skin, but you can use a serum as a cleanser. So if I'm traveling, I'll use a couple of drops of the serum onto my fingers, massage it into the skin, and then use a nice warm, flannel or face washer and remove the impurities that are sitting on the skin with ease you don't have to be fancy you don't have to spend a fortune i've also seen people spend like you know a thousand dollars on a tub of something from the ocean well (laughs) use seaweed um as an eat the seaweed. go in the ocean (laughs) jump in the ocean and get your skin feeling all these beautiful gifts from nature And of course, little things like if once a week, I love putting a mask on. I love doing my clay treatment mask once a week. It's my Sunday ritual. It's I just love it. And that helps to draw the impurities, exfoliate the top layer of dead skin cells. You've got to remember skin cells renew themselves every 28 days. And as they move from the stratum corneum up into the dermis and epidermis, this is where uh, our skin actually on the surface is dead. And so after a little while, those dead flaky skin, or that skin will flake off. So exfoliation is really important as well. But I'm always about gentle. That's why a compress is a gentle compressing, gentle exfoliation treatment. And the clay treatment mask. You can also have hydrating masks. So, if your skin is a bit dry, you might use things that have hyaluronic acid in it, which helps to nourish and moisturize the skin. So, I think also the one really big important thing we have to remember, Angela, is our skin is constantly changing. You know, depending on your stress levels, depending on whether you've been inside or outside, if you're working under lights and fluorescent lights, if you don't get outside into the fresh air very often, all of these things, hormones can affect our skin. So we have to be mindful that every 28 days, it's probably not a bad thing to do a beautiful mask. If you're not going to be committing to it weekly, then look at it at least monthly. Another thing that works beautifully, and again, I know this isn't in everyone's budget, but if you can afford to have a facial once a month or once every six weeks, well, then they do it a lot. It's like having your hair done at the hairdressers. It just feels better when someone else is doing it for you. But massaging the face and using your fingers to actually stimulate the blood vessels and the flow of blood, which increases nutrients and oxygen to the layers of the skin, that in itself is beautiful. You've probably seen gua those beautiful crystal... Um, wands that you can use or rub over the face, anything that stimulates the the blood circulatory system, the lymphatic system, all to help hydrate, nourish, and also eliminate all of these little things are going to support you and your skin in ways that you never imagined. I personally love an eye cream at night, um you know as aging uh, you know i 've got these lovely um what my son called them when I was younger he said Mom, you've got dimples, but they're really stretched and um <laughs> and I thought that was really cute when he was little um, but they're laughter lines, character lines, as I said in the Eastern culture, we tend to revere that in our culture it's like wow you 're old, you're used by you 're done.' I'm sure your listeners will also agree that there's people that get work done that's kind of overdone and you get these big duck lips or these, these long eyelashes. Again, if that's what floats your boat and that's what you love, great. But if you ask most men or people that are attracted to women, if you ask them what they love Most of them will say in my research that they love the natural look. They love you looking like you. You don't have to look like somebody you're not. I love the fact that I haven't had the opportunity yet, but I've heard of eye lifts or if someone wants a facelift because it makes them feel better, I think the more natural, the better. Um, I just think it's got to, I remember interviewing a doctor many years ago about cosmetic uh, treatments and things. She said 80% of her clients have got it wrong. They're doing it to please other people or to look good for other people. Whereas the 20% that she really loves working for, they're doing it for themselves. They just feel good. They love the way it feels. They love spending and investing money on their skin. They do things like uh, IPL or BBL. They do different light therapies. Look, I've got a red um, infrared face mask that I like to use once a week as well when I'm lying on my Shakti mat. So anything that's going to stimulate my collagen, my blood, my, my beautiful uh, mate skin matrix to be as best as pliable and strong as possible, then I'll, I'll go for that in any of my home treatments. But my good old fashioned essential oils and natural plant-based oils, in my humble opinion, and I'm not a beauty therapist, but they are phenomenal, and I love how natural they are. And my skin assimilates and eliminates with ease.
1: So, and I want to talk about your products in a minute, but I just want to say, um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually had someone that did face yoga on the podcast, and because that's doing the same thing. And and it's she did a couple of really simple exercises, and you don't realize, and that somewhere into the cheeks, and just stretching, putting your tongue and poking into your cheek, you just don't realize how like loose those kind of muscles get. And she gave me a couple of exercises to do to kind of plump everything up from the inside. But you don't don't even think of it too much about the muscles in your face. And because yes, as we age, we lose that collagen, we lose the elasticity in all of the tissues, including our muscles, because we lose elastin as well. And it's like, we have to work those muscles as well. And that was actually interesting talking to her and the, the way she works. So yeah, doing a facial yoga um, is as good as she says it works just like having a facelift. See, so we don't need and a facelift, if, we just do some facial exactly. yoga. Exactly.
0: And if you don't want to, if you don't remember the moves for the facial yoga, then my recommendation in one of my books I wrote called About Face. Um, We talk about doing the alphabetizer. So you just go through the alphabet, A, B, and you really exaggerate every letter. And that uses all those facial muscles. If you've ever looked at men as they age, now their skin is slightly thicker than ours, but men, because they shave, they are constantly doing all these facial yeah, exercises yes. every morning. Yeah. So that woman—that's one of the best tips. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. So, absolutely, that's why I love the rollers, the gua shas, and actually using my fingers in a massage and the alphabetizer or facial yoga unbelievably powerful and I, I think we underestimate just what that can do for us to make us feel and look good so can a walk in fresh air so can All having right. a couple of extra glasses of water a day so can actually doing a mask once a week like you don't oh, have to sitting around with your lights. friends and
1: laughing and talking oh, oh.
0: yeah laughter <laughs> keeps us young that's for sure yeah. do you know I wrote a book a number of years ago well actually I've never released it but it's sitting there it's an e-book um, and it was called um, Beauty Perspectives And I asked a whole lot of people from the age of five to 95, what does beauty mean to you? And I'll never forget, there's a few of them that stuck out of my mind, but little eight-year-old Lennox said, beauty is makeup. And little eight-year-old Charlie said, beauty is no makeup. And I thought that was just such an interesting way of looking at it. My grandmother said, beauty is like the sunshine. Um, my, another beautiful little girl said, beauty is God always looking down on you. Someone else said, um, beauty is, oh, I know little five, six year old Mia said, beauty is being yourself, but with a sparkle. Now I loved that line so much that that became the byline of my skincare range because I thought that is so true. Beauty is being yourself, but with a sparkle. That goes back to what my grandma said: if you've got a glint in your eye, you've got that spark, that inner light, that energy, that vitality. Look, that's one of the best anti-agers on the planet. So yeah, all of our perspectives of what is beauty is also a fascinating dynamic in this day and age, particularly because we see so many photographs i'm guilty of it myself i want the best version of me up on social media if someone's filtered it it's lovely and then all of a sudden i go oh actually i have got wrinkles angela i have got um you know a lot of deep lines around my lip i have got scarring from cold sores i have got moles and freckles and all of these things and i've really had to remind myself that the beauty of having these way way outweighs the beauty of not being here and not having them or for some people who never get the privilege to grow old it is a privilege and many are denied of that privilege so yeah i just have a different a little bit of a different lens on aging because i just i think it's such a gift angela
1: it is and it's when particularly women we come this is when we come into our wise years these these are our wisdom years and that's how i see it so let's have i want to talk about 28 so you are an aromatherapist and i mentioned that in the intro but why did you create a skincare range because you've got a beautiful skincare range you were doing your oils why did we why did we go into skincare
0: so many people may not realize this but years ago probably it was before children so my oldest is 24 but my girlfriend and I she's a beauty therapist I'm an aromatherapist and we just decided that it'd be really nice to have our own range I'm not joking. For 10 years, we tried to find a manufacturer that would create the range that we wanted that was aromatherapy-based and plant oil-based, but didn't have any of the preservatives, additives, and all the other gunk that can go into skincare. I remember meeting a guy from America, a cosmetic preparation expert, and he said to me, well, Kim, you're going to have to make a decision. You either want to save the world or you want to make money. You can't have both. And I've never forgotten that. And I thought, oh, I really, I really don't like It just didn't sit with me. Hmm. We then kept looking and looking, couldn't find anybody for 10 years. When we moved to Australia, both Fleur and I are at Kiwis, when we moved over here some 17 years ago, I remember we'd just written our book about face. We were working for Living Nature, a New Zealand company, skincare company, and I met with Dr. Greg Clark. And so I started going through all the science and all the information about aging. And it was fascinating. A lot of it I don't recall off the top of my head. I'd have to get the book out for you. But there's so many facts and information about the skin that's quite extraordinary. And particularly which products work best for us. And nature is amazing what we have in abundance we just look over because we want the quick fix but what I noticed more than anything is that I wasn't prepared to have a skincare range just for the sake of having a skincare range out of the blue this beautiful skincare manufacturer who's based in Perth picked up our book at Auckland Airport read it from Auckland to Perth the book about face and she messaged us and said she'd love to chat So when I looked at her skincare range, which is Sadashi, I started looking at all the ingredients and it was phenomenal. And she was working in spas and all sorts of things. And we asked her and she offered to manufacture our skincare range. That took 10 years for that to happen, to find the right manufacturer. Then we went through it. Now, her range has got, I don't know, 150 SKUs, 150 50 different products, I think. I didn't want that. We knew this was for busy women, busy people that just don't have a lot of time, money or energy to spare faffing about in the bathroom. Not saying that other rangers do that, but I get confused. So I said, blur, I'm your classic um, customer. Just give it, give it to me, basic. So we decided, and she said this herself as a beauty therapist who worked with many top rangers over many years, she said basically when it came back to all the different cleansers that she used, it came back to one or two favorites. So we decided one clay, gentle clay cleanser. Then we decided a toner. Now in our day, it was cleanse, tone, moisturize. Toning was part of the cleansing process in our day, but we wanted to make toning part of the nourishing process. So that's why we remove our cleanser with a face washer washer to get rid of the the excess dirt or um, toxins or any of the things that our skin eliminates, use the flannel and the beautiful clay cleanser. It's a creamy cleanser. It's beautiful. Then we have a toner, which we had a combination of essential oils, or you can use rose water or lavender water and you spritz the face. Now, when we spritz the face with a gentle, fine mist of this beautiful uh, vitamin-rich water, floral water, you end up making the product that you use next, your moisturizer or your serum, it goes on way easier. You use way less and it feels divine on the skin. So I was very much about that. So we had a cleanser, a toner, and two moisturizers. We then knew also, though, that the serum will get to the deeper layers of the skin because the molecules of a serum are way smaller. They penetrate deeper. And so as we developed that, we decided, well, we've got two moisturizers, a nourish and a balance. Let's go for a more nourishing and a more balancing, beautiful serum. So we did the two serums. We then did a firming iron lip cream, which you pat on at night and across the lips, And then we have this beautiful product called the Healing Skin Boost. Now, this is a gorgeous gel rich with things like patchouli and carrot seed oil and, oh, magnesium it's just divine and that was designed specifically at first for any skin conditions like I don't know a burn a bite a sting maybe you've got a bit of eczema or dermatitis maybe you're healing from a cold sore or maybe you've got some sort of um, I don't know maybe a little ulcer or some sort of healing thing so it was designed for the skin but also what I started to realize is because it's this gorgeous gel that tightens and tones the skin as you let it dry Uh, and then put your moisturizer over the top of it or your serum and then your moisturizer, it's also a fantastic um, makeup primer. So I love to use that Healing Skin Boost on my face as part of my daily facial. So they were our, our simple products, two serums, two moisturizers, a cleanser, a toner or floral water, firming iron, lip cream and the Healing Skin Boost and that is the 28 range. And what I love about it is you can mix and match. So you might in winter use the more balanced, more lighter moisturizer. And in or oh, sorry, in summer, and in winter use the heavier, more denser, more richer serum and moisturizer. It's very simple. But to keep it even more simple is the three-step daily fascia: cleanse, tone, moisturizer. And I came up with all these fancy names and all these different <laughs> things. And I keep coming back to it. Oh, look, just say what it is. It's a cleanser, a toner, and a moisturizer. Stop trying to be fancy and clever. So that's really what it is. But ours is an aromatherapy range that happens to have skincare. So I wanted to use all the active biochemical components of these incredible essential oils in each of these products. And as I mentioned, we do have that dry clay treatment, clay, clay treatment mask as well, which you add a bit of water to. Um, and I use that as my exfoliant, or I can actually use that as a gorgeous mask, which I do most weekends. So it's simple, very simple, but Very effective, and we also made it an online product so that there wasn't the middle man making our prices twice what they should be. So we've really tried to adhere to the woman that doesn't want to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Um, for our whole complete range, it's around $350 for all eight skincare products, and that will last you three to six months. So I personally think it's uh, it was designed for me. No faff, <laughs> really good, highly effective products, beautiful plant botanicals, simple to use and we designed every single product for sensitive skin so it wouldn't matter what age so you can be the teenage skin and you can use these in a simple way you could be a more mature woman you add a serum to it and you might add the firming iron lip cream so we've made it very versatile men use it my husband uses the cleanser as a shaving cream he loves the healing skin boost and the facelift serum boys men women children
1: like honestly
0: it is divine and i'm very very proud of it
1: it's a beautiful range i use it i love it it's and, it, and and what i love about what you do it isn't just about the skincare it is about the rituals as well because we can all just slap something on our skin but or we could just take the time to gently massage our face or just you know and i think that's part of the thing that you know many women are, are missing is just that time for self because we think that, and let's just move on to your other thing that you're an expert at, which is The Art of Self-Love, the name of your book, which everyone who does my program gets a copy of this book because it's like, you know, we think we have to do all these big things and spend lots of money for self-love, but it is just the simple you know, couple of minutes for massaging your skin and putting something on your skin. It's it's just the simple things, isn't it? We We need to make it simple because we are busy women.
0: Yes, and I think that's what I love about essential oils. They are... An ally, If you like there, you know, if you're feeling a bit tired, you can go for a pick me up oil like rosemary or black pepper. If you're feeling really overworked or overzealous or over, um, like you're having to overachieve, then you can use oils like marjoram, patchouli, ylang ylang, sandalwood. I just, I love the fact that I get to be my daily alchemist. Of course, I created blends to make it easy because not everybody wants to spend the time making a blend. It's very easy for me, but then I've been doing this for three decades but I really value the fact that many people don't have the time or maybe they're worried about getting it wrong. So that's why I created blends. But I also, one of my favorite rituals that I do every single day, which is an all over skin treatment is the daily body boost. And I've been doing that since I was 19. I'm now 54. There's never been a day that I've missed. And that entails a teaspoon of carrier oil, three drops of my favorite chosen essential oils or blend, and about three or four sprays of magnesium. Then that I start massaging from toes right up each leg, honoring each leg, thanking my legs for what they are, even if they're not in their best shape or they're injured or I don't know, whatever it is that we berate, I actually acknowledge them because there's a lot of people that would give anything to have our body issues or body problems compared to what they've got. I massage into the tummy and honor the fact that I made two freaking babies in there. Um, yes, I've got stretch marks or badges of honor, but, hey, you know, there's women out there that would give anything to have those stretch marks to have a baby. So I do not take that for granted. I massage up over my chest and over my uh Top of my arms, and I realize that even though, yes, they hang a little bit lower than they ever did, but there's women out there that don't have their own breasts, or they've had to have one or both removed. So I never take that for granted. Around my buttocks, up over my back, down each arm, and then I come up to the face and I hold the hands over my face, and I just say something like, I'm a great mom, or I'm having an amazing day today, or I'm so grateful that I'm able to share my gifts with the world. And on those rough days or the days that I don't feel so good, I might say something like, God, give me the courage, strength, grace, and dignity to get through this. Or I might use my aroma cards and draw one of the quotes from that. I just, it sounds a lot, but it's very simple. That body boost ritual every morning takes me 30 to 45 seconds. It's not a lot of time. And I always say to people, if you don't have one or two minutes of a morning to do a treatment like that, you probably need to invest in time with a therapist because (laughs) ultimately everything I give you are between three seconds and two minutes. And I do believe that that's a great grounding to set yourself up, to create a day by design, to do it with intention, to honor yourself for all the gifts that you are. And if there are parts of you that you're not happy with, well, then don't berate the body, don't beat up on the body, realize that you going to Tim Tam Island or face planting chocolate cakes (laughs) isn't helping and your body's just responding to what you've done to it. So many of us knock our bodies or say it's not good enough or compare But if you look at anyone that's a beautiful model or I don't know if you envy someone's body or you look at it and you think, oh, they're so lucky, you may not realize just how much effort and discipline and care that they take to look like that. So don't beat up on yourself. Your body is just a barometer. Your body is just giving you feedback for what you've put into and onto it. And if you have been looking after yourself, but you're still carrying excess weight, it could be the chemicals in your sunscreen, your skincare, your shampoo, your body wash. You know, women expose themselves to over 200 chemicals a day just in their morning ritual and routine. So if you can help eliminate and take control of some of those external factors, you're actually giving yourself the greatest gift of health and wellness as as it is. So yes, my love, these beautiful oils for me have become they're my they're my they're my best friend. And when I had a beautiful iridology treatment not long ago, he just looked at my eyes and he said, You've got some superpower. I'll never forget it. He goes, really? <laughs> you know, I can see there's been traumas here and there. I'm not quite sure how they read iridology um eyes, but it was powerful what he said. And then he turns around and goes, "What well, what is your what's your superpower? And I just looked at him. It was the first time I'd realized it was my 50th birthday present at Gwengarana. And I looked at him and I said, Do you know what I think it is? It's the daily use of essential oils. These are, they're highly antiseptic and antibacterial. They're, some of them are more antiviral than others. They also have the ability to make us feel better. They change the way we think and feel because it's relating to our limbic system, which houses our emotions. So oils can create a mood that they can, they can break state. They can enhance our physicality, change our mindset. It's the, the list is endless. And you can also add a drop of things like frankincense or lavender or sandalwood to your moisturizer you've already got. If you didn't want to change brands or ranges, you can enhance the qualities by adding one drop of one of your favorite skincare oils into your moisturizer or body moisturizer that you're using now. So all of these are little tips and tricks that I use. This is to me, the art of self-love. Caring for myself is one of the biggest uh, components to loving oneself is to care for oneself. And that means looking at what you put into and onto the body.
1: I I can sit here and listen to you forever. You know that because I love, I absolutely just love the sound of your voice. It is always so calming. And I know that, you know, like everybody, you have your not so great calm days as well. Um, But so you've got a skincare range. So you've got a company called 28 you're an aromatherapist, you're also an NLP practitioner and you also teach women about self-love. You do so many different things. So how can people find out more about what you do if they've kind of got, I want to spend more time in the presence of this woman and everybody wants to spend more time in the presence (laughs) of this woman, I guarantee you. So where can women find out more about what you do, your your skincare range and all of the other stuff that you do, the self-love stuff as well?
0: Oh, you're such a sweetheart. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I I do it because I love it. And, you know, sometimes it, it might not be the best marketing program because I'm not so great at marketing or self-promotion, but I do believe in what I have and I and I do know that it can make a difference. And there's a lot of thought and care that's gone into every single one of my products and I cannot tell you how much I love them. So Actually, if you are Actually, you go
1: on, Kim. Yes. Can you please share... What happens in the warehouse for all of your products <laughs> before they actually go out to someone when someone orders? What what's what's already been happening? What's the environment like?
0: Oh, that's adorable. Yes. <laughs> so my beautiful skincare manufacturer, she is the same. So when our products, our skincare products are formulated over in Perth, they then sit and stabilize and they have this beautiful rain melody music playing from India, which is all about helping to balance and raise the vibrational frequency in those products, then they're shipped to me on the Sunshine Coast or our warehouse in Auckland in New Zealand, and the same music is played in our Auckland warehouse as it is here on the Sunshine Coast, and so our products will have this beautiful music being played to it twenty-four-seven before they leave our beautiful office and go to our person, and we always have our customers saying, "Oh, your products are so beautiful!" and "What is it? What is?" So amazing I'm like well I think it's just all those little invisible things those little touches that we do and I don't know does it make a difference look I've got no real huge scientific evidence except that the work of I've forgotten how to say his name Ishii Moto Missouri Missouri, Moto when you look at what happens to the structure and the shape of water when it has certain music or certain things said to it it changes I truly believe in that so I want people to know that these plants and these oils and all of our essential oils are constantly being played this loving music too so i think that's a little x factor that happens with us but yeah if you want to know more about it um 28.com the word 20 and the number 8.com or you can go to kimmorrison.com and that's where i have a lot of my um you know, the the work that I do on personalities. Um, So whenever I bring out four blends, uh, any essential oil blend, I will bring them out in fours so I can cater to all four personality types. I've been trained in that in America. Um, And then, of course, being a hypnotherapist and an NLP practitioner, I love to use the oils because we now know that smell is the one sense that activates the amygdala to help us release trauma. So if I can use smell to help someone release the traumas of life or to feel better in life, then wow, what a beautiful way to aromatically anchor a positive experience or turning a negative experience into a positive one by using smell in association with the other techniques. So those are the two places to go to on Instagram. You'll find me at Kim Morrison and the number 28. And on Facebook, Kim Morrison Training. And you can also follow 28 Essentials on Instagram as well and Facebook. So that's how you'll find out more about me or the product range um, and the courses that we offer and all the beautiful education and the books and the cards and all the things that I have as part of self-care are on both of those two websites sites. And if you're still not sick of me, then you can listen to my <laughs> self-love podcast, which I have out every, you know, two shows a week, go out on that. And then um, I have the essential or oh, the self-love and wellness mentorship program, which is a weekly, you get if you haven't had enough of me already, you can get me for one hour every Tuesday night. We do a we've got a beautiful group of about a hundred women in there. And then there's the Essential Self Mastery Program, which is a 15-week program, which I run once a year, and that's to really master self, and self-care is a huge part of that. And then there is the Essential Self-Care Weekend, which is our live event, uh, which is a two-day weekend event where you get to come and share all the things that we've talked about today. You just get to have it. I call it a reset. It's a chance to get back in touch with yourself, rebalance, re-energize, reset. And then sometimes we just need those little intensive moments or intensive workshops to to regroup and recalibrate. So yeah, they're all the different things that I have on offer, sweetheart.
1: So- if you want, I, I, I've been to quite a few of Kim's workshops. I've, I mean, I've known Kim for years. I use her products. Honestly, just dip a toe in her world. Yes. L- listen to the podcast. That's on high rotation on my um my phone. So I listen to the podcast. Actually, I've just finished listening to it, I think, about 10 in a row because I'm binged. Oh. Actually, I might even still be, I have a couple more to go in this binge list. So, yes, self-love podcast. I love that one as well. Now just before we go I'm because I'm aware that you know you're a very busy woman um one uh, just some words of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners
0: mm. Well, there's this beautiful quote that I always come back to and, you know, I could give you all the tools. I could teach you all the different rituals. I could tell you all the different things to do, but unless you're willing to do that and be your own light and actually be motivated to do it for yourself, it's not going to work. It's like people that go to the gym to get biceps. They go once, it's not going to (laughs) happen. So this to me is a constant, beautiful active self-love and service to oneself when you can take on these beautiful uh, ability it's an ability to turn all your daily routines into rituals and again it's just a shift in perspective and mindset and a beautiful way to approach taking care of it and what a privilege it is to be you and you're unique and that quote is oh, it's the most beautiful thing if there is light in the soul there is beauty in the person if there's beauty in the person there is harmony in the home if there's harmony in the home, there is order in the nation. If there's order in the nation, there is peace in this world. So ultimately, if we all want peace and happiness and to be the best version of ourselves, well, ain't no one's going to give it to you, do it for you, or even tell you, really, it has to be ignited from that light within, and there you become the beautiful diamond for everyone else to follow and perhaps even create a ripple effect where others want to have what you've got to.
1: On those words, I want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for being a part of my life and for the work that you do, the the message that you, you spread in the world. I've heard that quote from you many, many times, and every time you say it, it gives me goosebumps. Thank you Thanks. so much, Kim, for being on the Menopause Conversations podcast.
0: I just want to say thank you to you, Angela, for the work you do as well. We could both belong to the Mutual Admiration Society. (laughs) I really do revere and appreciate everything you gift, and I'm sure every single one of your followers and listeners appreciate conversations like this. So thank you in return for everything you gift and do as well. Thank you